0: Welcome to Nairobi Chapel Mbakasi. we grow deep to reach wide. John 16 verse 7, we're going to read to verse 15. Very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. This is Jesus talking. Unless I go away, the Advocate, the Spirit of God, will not come to you. But if I go, you're telling the disciples, I will send him to you when he comes he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment about sin because people do not believe in me Jesus Christ about righteousness because I am going to the father where you can see me no longer and about judgment because the prince of this world now stands Condemned. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when He, the Spirit of Truth, comes, He will guide you into all the truth. All the truth. He will not speak on His own, He will speak only what He hears, and He will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify Me because it is from Me that He will receive what He will make known to you. All that belongs to the father is mine that is why i said the spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you let's pray our dear heavenly father king of kings and lord of lords the creator of the universe we come to you today to say thank you jesus thank you for allowing us life this morning and not just life but the ability to move and gather together in this place that we call the church Jehovah, we thank you that you've allowed us to have an opportunity to talk about your Holy Spirit. Jehovah, we have not even scratched the surface of who he is. Holy Spirit of God, we ask in your mercy that you overwhelm us today. Fill everyone in this room and remind them that you're with them. Remind them that you will never leave nor forsake. Holy Spirit of God, we ask for your strength as we hear the message of God. It is through you that Jesus said that we will know the scriptures. Your work, Holy Spirit, is to remind us about this Savior of the world. Help us today, not just in hearing and understanding the word of God, but help us to fight the enemy. He seeks that we come out of the house of god not having grasped anything and not just that but not even to be productive and bear fruit outside of the house of god and so we ask you in jesus name we all shout amen, amen. like we do every week uh, did you know did you know we've been sharing facts on whether you know something or not today i have three as well did you know a modern formula one car can drive upside down in a tunnel at 120 miles an hour upside down Juli come I know those who can't now I, I won't point any fingers <laughs> me I don't mind trying that. Did you know an average driver will spend about a hundred days of their life stuck in traffic a hundred days a hundred do you know how many? <laughs> A hundred days stuck in traffic. Did you know? Did you know it would take less than a month to get to the moon by a car at a speed of 100 kilometers an hour? <laughs> yes. Did you know? Did you know that there are dangers to the wrong usage of the gifts of the Holy Spirit that God has given you? There are dangers. Whatever gift God has given you, there is a danger to it, and you need to be very careful about it. Lay out danger. Turn to your neighbor tell them danger. Danger. Yeah. The mobilization of spiritual gifts is critical to the qualitative, to listen my second week, and quantitative growth of the body. Quality, quantity. For this reason, we must be careful to avoid the many pitfalls associated with the spirit of god number one spiritual gifts are not merely for personal use these are to be repeat to carry repeat, to carry repeat from week one god did not give his spirit for your own benefit they are designed for the edification of others aka the body of christ it should not primarily benefit you, it can benefit you secondarily. Spiritual gifts are not for your personal use. Let me read 1 Peter 4.10 for us. Each of you, some I eat the whole month, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others. This is the word of God. To serve others. To serve others. Use your gift to serve others as faithful stewards of god's grace in its various forms so what gift do you have is it serving you or is it serving others the world will teach you Dipange, bos. look after yourself whatever you get jisot, kwanza. that is not what the kingdom of god will teach you god teaches you whatever gift you have from the Spirit of God, use it to serve others. Is your gift benefiting you or is it benefiting others? You need to answer that question. If you can't answer it, it's probably benefiting you and you alone. Remember I mentioned last week that you will notice that the gifts inside of us have made us so excellent in the things we do outside of the house of God that some of us Maybe can't relate or can't point to serving God in His house with the same gift. You are a magnificent leader outside of the house of God. Born again, remember, born again. Year number one, born again. Yes, the leadership, eco. But the leadership God has blessed you with is busy serving Safaricom, not His kingdom. I'm not against Safaricom. <laughs> So seeing to the kingdom. Amen. Acts 2035, the second bit says this, eh? You should remember the words of the Lord Jesus. It is more blessed to Acts 2035 B, yeah? You should remember the heart of Jesus. It is more blessed to than to It is more blessed to give than to receive. It is more blessed to give of your gift. Than to receive of his blessing. Serving self feeds your pride. If your gift is serving you, pride it a panda. And the book says what in Proverbs 16:18. Pride comes before pride will destroy you. Serving others points us to give, points us or gives us purpose serving others gives joy serving others reduces stress leads to a longer life, believe it or not ask those that volunteer and they will tell you when you pour your life to the benefit of others there is a way joy overwhelms you life, you, you, you worry less because into the benefit of others it connects us to others, shows us what following Jesus is about when you're serving others teaches us humility allows us to make a true difference in others lives and advances the kingdom of god when we serve others not self god is blessed amen number two fitful spiritual gifts should not be a cause of pride i'm just repeating some things about my It should never be a cause of pride. Since they are sovereignly distributed according to the grace of God, they ought to be regarded as divinely entrusted responsibilities. You had nothing to do with the gifts inside of you. Nothing. There is nothing you did that qualified you to get the gift apart from receiving the Lord. It is not because you're any special from the person seated next to you. Mm -mm. Christian character and maturity is measured, to be someone last week, by the fruit of the Spirit, not the gifts of the Spirit. So we should measure one another not by the gifts, but by the fruit. We shall know them, the Bible says, by the fruit. Who you? Hey. That's how we know. So, you don't have a gentle spirit. Gentleness. Who you? Hey. Who you want to love? Who you? Hate. We don't judge each other by saying, Ah, who are you need your Who It is by the fruit of the Spirit. So we should not be prideful because of them. Number three, spiritual gifts are not gained by merit or by begging. I've mentioned this before Kidogo. They are given solely by the grace of God. Please know that. Ephesians 4, 7, this one we read even week two. Each one of us, everybody here, if you've received the Lord, has been given a special gift through the generosity of Christ. It is his generosity that has made you have the gift. So you bless him. See, kusema, kia nai, hindi ya ule wa tank. Urabash, The Holy Spirit then distributes them as he has decided to which person. Halisema, uta mpea ni, uta mpea hivi. He is Jehovah. So tu si bishane hapo, atiyo. Kweni ukunipea Come here, It It is Jehovah. Whatever you have, you give him glory. Amen? First Corinthians 12 11b. Paul I'll read quite a lot, but allow me to read them for us. The Holy Spirit distributes his gifts, them, to each one as he has determined. That's the Bible. Don't be prideful. Don't think you get them by merit. At because, just mainly because, he can eat a fast from Monday to Friday. I have never done it before. Hey, Jehovah, Ile gift ni metafuta ile anani. Aki have mercy. Uh-uh. He decides. He chooses. Number four, pitfall. Spiritual gifts can be abused by being exercised in the power of the flesh. If they are not being used in the power of the Spirit, through the love of Jesus Christ, they have no value. We read this verse last week. I read it again. First Corinthians 13, 1-3. If I speak in tongues, what and do not have love, I am nothing. If I have the gift of prophecy, and no love, I am nothing. I am cutting them short because the of time. If I am a giver of all sorts, and no have no love i am a nobody so we abuse the the, uh, the gifts of the spirit when we exercise them in the flesh when we say ah eat ah, a ah. flow too if the fruit of the spirit of god is not being developed in you then maybe even your gift Maybe, it's, it's not true. Ask yourself, is the fruit of the Spirit of God being developed in me? Is it? Am I becoming more like Jesus? Yes, no, yes, no. If it is a yes, then your gifts are flowing. If it is a no, check, check whether gift is truly a gift. Because I believe one of the things we do, sorry to use the tongues one, for example. I go into a meeting, a friend is praying, I've had Karabashanda. I come out of that meeting, and because I think I have the spirit or the gift of tongues, I meaning, the next meeting, what will I do? Karabashanda. I'm exercising the gift of the spirit through my flesh, not through the spirit of God. The best way to exercise the gifts of the spirit Is to allow him to modify you through his fruit, like a tengenese, your patience, your kindness, a tengenese uko. As he does that, your gifts come out and they come out excellent. Amen. Spiritual gifts must be used in the context of the development of the fruit of the spirit. Please don't forget that. Number five, the discovery and use of the spiritual gifts is not a game or an option. Let me say that again. The discovery and use of spiritual gifts is not a game or an option. Your gifts will determine your ministry. Thank your neighbor. (laughs) Uh If you love God and you receive Him into your heart, And you say oh dear Lord Jesus That one Automatically qualifies you As a person who needs to be spreading His message See your pastor pekeake, amen Turn to your other neighbor Mwambia niyaje mchungaji Mchungaji (laughs) niyaje Your gifts will determine your ministry And your ministry Here is the The bang, your ministry has eternal consequences. I pray that none of you gets to heaven. Now, you were supposed to lead a ministry and you refused. Even if it was a ministry of two. May you find your ministry. Amen? God has called us to be committed and faithful to him. And this is reflected in part by our stewardship of the abilities and opportunities he has given to us. God has called you to effect his kingdom. He has called you to effect his kingdom. Please find your ministry. Find it. Now, I'm not trying to <laughs> see, how do I put this? Uh-uh. <laughs> we said, I think it's week, one, week two, you don't necessarily need an office. Some of you, have the gift of encouragement. And there are many in your life, in your friendships, in your family that need encouragement. But you say, I encourage Esther. eh? how will she take it? And God has called you to encourage. Encourage. Go and Encourage. Why do you think we are so moved when we hear somebody is dead, somebody is this? That is the gift of the Spirit of God. The gift of giving. And most of us, I know we don't. You have a ministry. Each one of you. Believe it or not. Remember I told you, the only reason I'm standing here is because I said yes many of you have been called and you've said no i am looking at right at in your eyes many of you have been called no hey i'm not mentioning any names because i know you very not well not super well but i think i know you well please i beg you by the mercy of god find your ministry and do it I don't cause a sound, amen. <laughs> First Corinthians fifteen thirty-four. Think carefully about what is right. Come back to your senses. Let me use another one. Wake up from your drunken stupor. Stop sober up morally. Or awake in righteousness and stop sinning. For to your shame I say that some of you don't know God at all. Let's wake up and do what God has called us to do. I told you, I think it was week three, or week two, that most of you are giants, but Metulia, like you're not. God has so blessed you with a powerful ministry. But what happened? COVID. Post-COVID blues see what is in them. No one God in the heaven. I think i I I give you so much power to really influence the kingdom of God, to shine in this world. Guys, remember if the world were looked at by the lenses of the spirit of God, it is dark. The only candles that are lighting ninyinyi, the people of God. This world is dark. Don't be fooled by the sun; it is a dark world. Unfortunately, where candle ah, God is there going? Cause He's given you the gift. What are you going to do? Aye, number six spiritual gifts should not be a cause of discouragement as a rule they develop gradually gradually and it requires time and work say that last week discovery development time work nikazi last week we spent about was it 30 minutes just finding out eh? hundred and ten questions you know my index one you know my index but but they did the work and finished and at the end they were like higher oh maybe God requires you to discover the gifts develop the gifts remember the person who eat the talent for ground They require time and work. Don't be in a hurry. Don't become jealous of the gifts bestowed on others. Gifts vary in nature. They vary in combination. They vary in extent. They vary in intensity. Just because you have the same gift as I do... Don't wonder why God is using me the way He's using me and not using you. The extents are different. Forever, that is just how it is. God, remember, is sovereign in distribution. Is how we are. He has given you the gifts that perfectly suit you. They suit your personality. They suit your circumstances. That is Jehovah. Find the gifts. There is no reason to envy another person's ministry. God has called us to faithfulness, not results. God will not tell me, Pastor. I know some of your seats are empty. So why you left. God God has called us to faithfulness. For those who are married, those who are going to get married. Hallelujah, amen. They'll be called to faithfulness. Faithfulness. Be faithful through the good, through the bad. In sickness and riches and in. Number seven spiritual gifts should not be sought as ends in themselves. In some circles, there is a tendency to exalt the gifts above the giver. Never make that mistake. Don't exalt tongues above God. Don't allow the gifts God has given you to be your God. Ah! I'm a prophetess. You don't have a relationship with God, but when are prophetess. You don't remember the last time you prayed, read the word of God, but when your give us under. Don't exalt the gift Above the giver God is exalted He is Jehovah He is number one Without him You would have no gift Don't allow the gift is given you To exalt Remember when Joseph was asked About the dreams by Pharaoh you in prison for almost 13 17 years. And then the king of the land calls you. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> this is the king. Boy. Egypt was in charge of most of the world anyway. <laughs> yeah. What did this guy do? He said, king, I hear your dream. But I know that God is the giver of dreams. And because he's the giver of dreams, he is the one who also translates dreams. He went from there to the prime minister of the land. Exalt God, not the gift. And he will exalt you. Humble yourself before him. Humble yourself. eh? na kuanga na. Pray. Hey. <laughs> I had the story of two pastors. Eh? They went to a prophetic conference. And all it was was they'd look at a congregation and say, Thus says the Lord about you. I sense. Ruben and Frida will get married in the future. Hallelujah! So, <laughs> first time visitors, like I explained. So, one pastor invited a friend who had never been to this. He was a pastor, yes, but sense, he is a prophetic, but he's not very comfortable. Not very... So the one that was invited who was never confident, day one of the conference, Alishai. For some reason, the Spirit of God overwhelmed him, and a professor, and they came to be, so they were correct. That night, on end of dinner, <laughs> they're eating, and then somebody asks, How was the conference? Ah, Jamal is God moved, God moved. I was used mightily. Know, that can be your gift, whatever in your life. Sahai. Night two. It was two nights. Night two, prophetic conference. meanza. So everybody's looking to the star of yesterday. Pastor. And there was nothing. Zero. And his friend told him, hey, my brother, humble yourself. When God exalts you in His gift, don't boast. Because He is the giver. He won't remove it. But humble yourself before He humbles you. Amen? So don't allow the gifts to be ends in themselves. Exodus 34, verse 14 is very clear. Do not worship any other God. God has a name called jealous. He is a very jealous God. He is a jealous God. Number eight, avoid extreme heretical positions on the gifts that are not warranted by scripture. This one is very, is rampant sai. Avoid extreme heretical positions that are not warranted by scripture about gifts. Let me give you some. There is a teaching that we should not seek to discover spiritual gifts. That's it atokia that to they'll just come to me. Oh where? Well. That's a lie. There's a teaching that spirit filled a spirit-filled Christian can have all the gifts. Don't believe that. There's a teaching that some gifts do not operate in our times and only operated in the apostles' times. If it's not in the scripture. Heresy. The teaching that we have to tarry like the 120 in the upper room 120, to receive spiritual gifts. No. On salvation you have the Spirit of God inside of you. No wonder immediately you are a child of God. How? Because the Spirit of God lives in you. Because you are now an adopted son, child, daughter of God. So His Spirit is in you. You have the gifts. Now it's upon you to work out your salvation, which has up as an element, finding your gifts, developing them, so that the body of Christ might be built up. There's a teaching that the spiritual gifts are from the devil. believe it or not, some believe that. How? At it is a spirit read the scriptures there's a teaching that some gifts are for men this one is bad while others are for women there is no god is no respecter of persons his gift does not go up ah this is for the ladies this is no 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 god before him see we are his children he gives gifts as he has said he didn't say ma. We are not happy. We are not happy. We the not human beings. Number not the gifts of the spirit can be counterfeited not only by the flesh but also by satanic and demonic forces. Scripture counsels us to be sensitive to this problem. Spiritual gifts can be counterfeited by the flesh. mbuguza kidogo hapo juu. But also by demonic forces. Let me read for us Matthew 7 21 to 23. I'll read. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only those who do the will of my Father. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not prophesy in your name? They're asking Jehovah did we not drive out demons in your name did we not perform miracles jehovah in your name then god will tell them plainly meaning of a scripture i never knew you away from me you evildoers you don't need to be told that many of the miracles you see today are fake you don't need to be told that many of the so-called moves of god in our time Unfortunately, many of our churches are not from God. I beg you by the mercies of God, the only way to know is Christ that we be Be alert. These are the last days. Matthew 24, 24. False prophets, false messiahs will appear and perform great signs and wonders to deceive, even if possible, the elect. We live in those times. Where many of us might be deceived, no longer. How do we win this war? The scripture counsels us to be sensitive. Jesus, Alisema, watch and pray. Watch and pray. Translation, be alert. How? It's very simple. The word of God. Waiting for some like grand thing. Unfortunately, it is simply God's word. What God's word will do to you is to make you alert of the times. A lot. That's a lie. Bible. The more you read the word of God, the more you'll be alert in these last days. The less you read, the less you'll be alert. Aye. Ah, yeah. Let me use local language. The more of God's word, the more uta bebo. The less you read God's word, the more uta bebo. And they all the saints say, eh? please read God's word. Please, I beg you. Some of they make fun of you. Back on, I enjoy you on a lunchbox. I enjoy you in a lunchbox. Read it until you enjoy you lunch a lunchbox. Amen? <laughs> Matthew twenty four twenty four. Let me read it again. False messiahs, false prophets will appear on the last days, perform great signs, wonders to deceive even the elect. First Timothy four 1 Timothy 4.1, let me read another one. The Spirit clearly says that in, in latter times, in the last days, some will abandon the faith to follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. That's the word of God. If you want not to be deceived in the things of the Spirit, be alert, pray, watch and Pray. You it in a prayer and fast. There is a reason. So that our spirit might be built up, strengthened in the things of God. The less we pray, the less we become alert. Amen? Let me read a final verse on that. 2 Peter 1.21 and 2 Peter 2.1 Prophecy never had its origin in the human will. This is the word of God. But prophets... Though humans spoke from God As they were carried along by the Holy Spirit Verse 1 of chapter 2 But there are also false prophets among the people Remember this is Uko, Just as there will be false teachers among you They will secretly, secretly introduce destructive heresies Even denying the sovereign Lord Who bought them Bringing swift destruction On themselves Whenever you see a false prophet False teacher False miracle worker I beg you to pray for them Because the Bible says Swift destruction will come upon them When you use God's name In vain When you Fool the masses By fake miracles Fake prophecies God is on your case. Utajibu. Uta answer to Him. Because you're using Him in vain. Pray for them. na anatukaserishaka. But pray. Hile siku meona ni ka miracle. Ah, niyombeeni. Amen. Finally, number ten. Avoid the temptation of projecting your gifts to others. This is a pitfall. Our thing is naturally colored by the gifts you have been given. And if you're not careful... We will take the prescription that works for us and turn it into the norm for everyone. There is a way God has gifted you according to your circumstances, according to who you are. It is very different from the other. So don't project your gift to the other. God wants to use you specifically. How He does it, He'll do it. God wants to use you Specifically Amen Those are the dangers But like we do every week In the first week guys We looked at the gifts of of prophecy Service, teaching Encouragement, giving Leadership and mercy Week 2 we looked at Wisdom, knowledge Faith, healing Miracles, distinguishing of spirits which is also called discernment. Tongues, interpretation of tongues. If you miss them, find them at? If you miss them, find them where? Today, we're going to look at the gifts of apostleship, helps, administration, evangelism, and shepherding. I'll be quick because of time. First Corinthians 12 and 7 to 31. Let me read for us. Now you are the body of Christ. Each one of you is a part of it. God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles. Second, prophets. Third, teachers. Then, miracles. Then, gifts of healing. Then, helping. Then, guidance. And, different kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? No. Are all prophets? No. Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? No. Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak tongues? No. Do all interpret now eagerly desire the greater gifts. We talked about week too. Let's look at the gift of apostleship. How many apostles do we have in the house of God? Leo? Chappell, apostles? Apostle Apostle? Apostle? Akuna. <laughs> <laughs> First Corinthians to Now you are the body of Christ. Tumesema. Each one of you is a part of it. God has placed in the church first apostles. He has placed in the church first, first apostles. Think about that. There's a reason. First. Think about that. If the requirement for the office of apostle includes having seen the resurrected Jesus, as we are told in the scripture. That's Acts 122, 1 Corinthians 9:1. This office ceased to exist by the 2nd century because you had to have seen Jesus to be called an apostle. But we believe, as the body of Christ today, that the, gifts, the gift of apostleship continues. How? As a spiritual gift, it is the ability to begin and or to oversee new churches, Christian ministries, with the recognized authority. New churches, new ministries, with recognized authority. So if all of you are members of this church plant, we're celebrating four years. Are you apostles or not? Yes, no, yes, no. Yes, no, 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 yes, no. Me, the apostle? <laughs> this is the ability to begin and to oversee new churches. Oversee Christian ministry. How many overseen Christian ministry or ever, ever overseen a Christian ministry? I'm turning this way for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but they are to this side. Hallelujah. Hey, naona, if you've ever overseen a Christian ministry, you have the gift of apostleship. Apostleship, I don't want It is the gift to begin ministry, church, the gift of apostleship. Do you have the gift? Remember, God has given the gift. Do you have it? Please find out. Maybe you do. And when I look at some of you, as, a, as Fred, i know i'm seeing apostles here let me give you a hint <laughs> if you have the gift to start new business don't don't raise your hands if you have the gift maybe just maybe you have the gift of apostleship. <laughs> if you have the gift of pulling your family together, sitting them down to do a, a project, you can call them and they listen to you. Maybe, just maybe, you have the gift of apostleship. The reason I'm saying this is we need you in the kingdom We need you to help the kingdom of God I said in the beginning that some of us are thriving in our gifts Outside of the kingdom of God So, who are the apostles? There are so many of you I know for a fact, right now, here there's a such planter. I know him. You know him. And we've had the conversation. (laughs) So, what are you talking about? I know for a fact you have the gift of apostleship. Remember, guys, we said having the gift does not necessarily qualify you for an office. You can thrive in a gift without an office. Don't assume because that you have an office, that you are the obvious apostle. No, 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 no. That name has been used by na Inje. Let's go to the scriptures. What is the scripture telling us? Some of you have the gift of apostleship. Maybe. It is upon you to find out because that is maybe how the kingdom of God will thrive. Once you find it. Amen? Ah, yeah. The gift of helps or assisting. Any helpers or sisters in the house. You better raise your hand. ee to koengi. Eh eh bana. You don't tell me you don't help. You don't help out your friends. You don't assist. Come on. Raise your hand, please, everyone. Cynthia. He yeah, yeah. to yeah. Now, verse 27 of 1 Corinthians 12, you are the body of Christ, each one of you are as a part of it, and God has placed in the church the gift of helping. This is the ability to enhance the effectiveness of the ministry of other members of the body. Effectiveness. This is the only uh, this is the only usage of this word in the New Testament, and it appears to be distinct from the gift of service. Remember, we talked about service. The gift of service is more group oriented. The gift of help so assisting is more person-oriented. If, you have, if you've ever felt the need to assist somebody, to help them where they couldn't, you have this gift. Uh-uh. You just sensed in you, imagine, I need to help this person. I need to be there for them. I need to assist them. We need you in the kingdom of God. We need you. Some of you have looked at situations and come in without even me asking. Pastor, he lazima tufanye. He, he atukulizi, tunakuambia. You know those guys? Nakanga nasema, wewe? Sawa. Eh, hapo. No comment. You have the gift of helps for assisting. And by 18, the gift of administration, organization. guidance, Administrators in the house. Administrators in the house. Administrators in the house. Administrators in the house. This word like helps appears only one time in the New Testament. It suggests that the spiritual gift of administration is the ability to steer a church or church organization towards the fulfillment of its goals by managing its affairs and implementing necessary plans. As a believer, if that describes you, we need you. We need you. God needs you in his kingdom. God needs you. A person may have the gift of leadership, Without administration and vice versa. Here we know. And we understand. If you understand administration inside out, as a child of God, maybe just maybe, you have the gift. Discover and develop. I have a gift of evangelism. Evangelist in the house. Evangelists in the house. See, I thought you turned to your neighbor for the sake of 4:11-13. Ah, yeah. Christ gave apostles. He gave us prophets, evangelists, pastors and teachers. The fourfold ministry of fivefold. To equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. Until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, it will be shared last week, attaining the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. The gift of evangelism is the ability to be an unusually effective, or an unusually effective instrument in leading unbelievers to the saving knowledge of Christ. Are you sure? You're not. Some with this gift are most effective in personal evangelism. How many have ever posted uh, a verse on social media? By show of hand too, show of hands. that? Just ask you, verse, verse. How many have ever sent your friend a verse, your Bible? Ah, so let me ask this question again. How many evangelists are in the house of God? Some with this gift are most effective in personal evangelism, while others may be used by God in group evangelism or cross-cultural evangelism. What's Naita? Missional work. The moment you share the word of God, guys, let me just say this the moment you take God's word and put it out there, you're shining his light. For the darkness of the world to be deemed just to be to be brightened just a little bit. When you do that, you're doing the work of evangelism. The moment you mention God's word, the moment you pray in your place of work, the moment you insist that you must read God's word in your place of work, at home, you're doing the work of evangelism. We have insisted on the pulpitati, oh, evangelists, unawajua, a konakiatukubo, konavumbi, a pale Ah ah. Evangelists today have a phone and they have pages. How many know overcome today? That's an evangelist. I wanna agree. If you share God's word online, even if you have no target audience, you're doing the work of evangelism. Funny, what are you doing? That you felt, hey, just to share. <laughs> maybe, just maybe, you are an evangelist. Finally, the gift of shepherding. Pastoring. Any pastors in the house? pastor, <laughs> I Ephesians 4, Christ himself gave the body of Christ pastors. us. End a little pair. Peter was commissioned by Christ to shepherd his sheep in John 21, 16. Christ has risen from the dead. He comes back. The disciples are discouraged. They are in turmoil. The Savior is dead. The man who walked on water is dead. The man who told us that he would die, hiya, but now they're discouraged they've gone back to what they used to do which is fishing christ gets up from the death to his disciples then he tells peter shepherd my sheep boy i call you to the lost sheep of israel shepherd them Peter then goes and extorts the leaders of the churches in Asia to do the same. 1 Peter 5:2. A person with this gift has the ability to lead, to nourish, protect, and care for the needs of a flock of believers. Wanga na small group. Amu a small group. lead a group of believers. Is a small group you have been a part of a small group before a person with this gift has the ability to personally lead nourish, protect, care for the needs of a flock of believers Jesus said we are two or that's a flock two or three, one is sheep two is a flock so That is not the word of God, guys. Not all people with the office of a pastor, not all people with the office of a pastor have the need, have or need the gift of pastoring. Many with this gift do not have or need an office. It is not about the office. Please. Because I think in understanding the gifts, most of us we are locked into the office the office of the office of the office of the evangelist it is not about the office it is about the gift you have the gift if you can get your family together guys to Kuomba you know you know those guys eh? see pastor but to eh, Kuomba When you're at the workplace and one of you is in a difficult place and you're like, Hey guys, I think we need to pray for for Jay. Jay Nakupabaya. You are looking at the needs of one of you who's in a difficult place. Maybe maybe you have the gift. Discover and develop. That is what God has called us to do. I told us this from week 1 and I'll repeat it again for the last time before we finish as we close. We are unsatisfied through life as unbelievers because we don't have the Savior of the world inside of us. That is standard. And I beg you, if you do not know the Lord, there is an unsatisfaction that you have. Find Him, you will be satisfied. But also, I believe we are unsatisfied in and through life as believers, as believers, when we exercise not the gifts of the Spirit inside of us we are unsatisfied as believers when we don't do that find the gifts of god inside of you find them it is hard work some will make fun of you some what i could expose every sunday for the whole month but find the gifts of god inside of you develop them you will thrive the body of Christ will thrive and God will be praised. Join us every Sunday from 11 a.m. at Trubunny House off Airport North Road. Have a blessed week.